1: Oh, I got a live one here (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen Yeah
0: Welcome to another episode of Spears. Spears and Steinberg Uh, Big shout out to all the loyal listeners uh, who've been with us and continue to support and continue to tweet what you like, what's moving you, what's doing it for you. Welcome to any new listeners. Uh, If you have yet to really understand the gist of what this podcast is about, please do yourself the favor of drinking your favorite cocktail, smoking your favorite whatever, uh, injecting yourself with whatever is going to kill you uh and start at the beginning and work your way up so you can get familiar with this we're not that deep we're we're still relatively new pussy uh for the touching so uh (laughs) indulge man catch up god damn it
1: uh you want to talk about last week or you want to talk about this
0: week well yeah yeah let's just just you know for the people that know how much i hate (laughs) certain clubs uh And so glad to be out of that abomination of a shit club, uh, which I I, I officially know I will never I'm I'm retiring that that club is actually retiring. But if it wasn't, uh, I certainly wouldn't be there no more. Uh, Tommy T's in in Rancho Cordova and that whole fucking city that just really needs to be bombed and thrown away. It's not like a city. It's like a, a drive through strip of 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 just broken dreams. Why are you there? It's It stinks. Um, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely something you really can't even explain. People would have to experience right. how that is. And to come out of that and be back into some fly shit, Oxnard. Um, yo, this is cool, man. Oxnard, I like the club, and I wasn't a fan of
1: Oxnard because the, there isn't really a city. It's just like the same right. destination, and it, it's an old town where they used to grow strawberries, and they still grow strawberries out here. But this, this city... There was a night That's why there's so many Mexicans out here. Yeah. These niggas need jobs. Yeah. This but it was it reminded me of this is what Trump's fear is 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 Oxnard. This is Oxnard is Trump's fear of how he sees what's happening to America. Mm. Lots of a little little bit of white folks, a few more black folks, and right. a lot of Mexicans. A lot of fucking Mexicans. And that, that, that scares the shit out of Trump. If he came
0: here, he w- he would he would definitely he would. He
1: would have some
0: nerves. Well, I, I'm. I'm loving it. Uh, everything is such a step up from that fucking uh, bullshit of last week. The people, the stage, the the, the 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 you know everything. The area just it's it's just classy. It's nice.
1: But what I didn't realize about Oxnard is how close it is to Ventura Beach, and so I went to the beach today. Ah, how was that? It's nice. It's nice. It's just get a little sand in your toes. You know what's it? it, it, it it's it reminds me of my childhood. It's it's more Hispanic uh, than I've ever than the most beaches I see. A lot of Mexicans at the beach. A lot of Mexicans at the beach. Do one dude had his uh, uh, like one of those you know canopies that was covering up like yeah. a, a ten by no, it was probably like a fifteen by fifteen canopy and a full blown stainless
0: steel barbecue grill. Yes. Did he? The, this is what I love about Mexicans and niggas, which is why I don't understand why we've always had a beef to some extent. You know, b- people of color, period. And I know Italians are white, but they're the niggas of white people. Um, you know, we we, we we do a lot of the same shit. You know, we know how to we know how to ghetto some shit up and make it fun. You know, the Mexicans, you know, other than the fact that, you know, they bitches uh, erase eyebrows only to draw them on. uh, I ain't got no problem with Mexican chicks. Mexican bitches are beautiful. It's a certain kind of
1: Mexican chick that draws your eyebrows on. Yeah, not all Mexican chicks. Not
0: all, but but yeah. I, I'm
1: just, you know, I'm clarifying. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, yeah, I, and the bitches wear prom dresses to the laundromat to that, go wash no, their that clothes. That part's true. They'll part's they wear true. evening gowns to go do laundry. That I haven't figured out. But other than that, who doesn't fucking like a good fucking uh, ice cold uh, Corona and, and, a, and a good fucking, you know, taco, nigga? Dude, uh,
1: and the food out here. Like, I wasn't sure about the food out here because there's not a lot. Honestly, in the part of Oxnard that I'm staying, I'm staying a little bit different part than areas is. I'm staying. Uh, I'm staying in a little bit different area, but it's. Uh, there wasn't a lot of restaurants, but I looked them up and they're all good restaurants that are in my area. But I found this right. diner called uh, Henry's Cafe, uh-huh. and it's on Oxnard Drive. I think it's sixteen ten Oxnard Drive. Right. I've gone there every day for food and it's it, banging. It, Dude, it's a diner, but it's like the the line you can see the guy cooking all your food. Right. And the food is on everything was great. it's been great. I've gone right. there every single day. It's been great. And so I, I, I've taken my my initial reaction to Oxnard when I came here last time and didn't really explore anything. Right. And had that, you know, that idea of what it was because it's, right. it's it's it is small. It's a small town.
0: And right. when I got out of it and, and started walking this is it's a cool town. It is a cool town. Yeah, there's some, some thick holes here. I mean, some of these, you know, but you know these Mexican broads, you know, they eat. Motherfuckers have babies and eat. You know, they say you got them childbearing hips and with all them kids, they they always stuff in their face. So you know, I, you know, I, you know, I like a little meat on a, a little meat on a broad. You know what I mean? It's fun. One of the hottest servers I've ever seen at any of the clubs. I don't today. know if it's who you think. I I don't know if it's who I don't know if it's who I think you talk about. But she got ass. The Mexican girl. She is. Yo. Seriously. They're yeah, like, yo. Yeah. Like, we haven't even discussed it. Like sk- if, if these were, if these were the sexual harassment errors.
1: <laughs> <what>? <laughs> no, she is. I, I, yes, she's hot. Yeah. Uh, I don't even talk to these girls, so I don't talk to any of the girls. Well, oh. you don't shit what you eat. Right? Yeah, I don't want any problems in my life. I got a good life going right now. I'm not talking about shit.
0: Um, so uh, I guess the first thing we have to mention uh, is the passing of the queen, man. Yeah. Aretha Franklin, dude, uh, or
1: or who? What did what did Fox News have for us?
0: Patti Labelle. Patti Labelle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I saw a, fu- a funny tweet where someone tweeted the Fox News Chiron and it was Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> Aretha Franklin, but Rachel Dolezal. Um, you know, I actually opened for Aretha Franklin. Uh, oh back, really? Yeah, back when in my teen years, man, I think I was nineteen, maybe, but might might have been twenty. She was performing in in, uh, Atlantic City, and I had opened for her uh, in Atlantic City one time when I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, I I remember uh, somebody had mistaken me for Wayne Brady uh, as I was headed towards the show. I was like, oh, my God. And it was, of course, it was an old white woman. I love what you do in the improv and the song and the dance. And I'm like, song and dance? I ain't no shuffling, nigga. She goes, "I love you, Mr. Brady." I was like, "Oh, wrong nigga, wrong hairline." <laughs> no, no ma'am. Um but yeah, I opened for the queen, man. Um and you know, of course, I grew up like like most of us did cuz my mom and dad, you know, that's that that's one of the staples of their of their era. She was one of the staples of their era. And uh my first introduction to her was still through one of my favorite scenes ever in the classic movie Blues Brothers. Yeah. With your four fried chickens and your dried white toast. You better think, think, think about what you're trying to do to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was the name's uh, guitar Mac something and guitar Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was my, that's how I know about Aretha. Uh, my, my stepfather
1: was from Detroit. And uh, although he was Italian, uh, he was into that Motown stuff. He brought all these right. Motown records when I was little. That's what I listened to when yeah. I was a little kid. So. That's how I knew of her. But uh, my dad, though, it's funny because you said that thing about Italians and blacks, mm-hmm. you know, but there's, <laughs> the Italian racism is like some, it, it's like one of the, it, it, it's it's almost like passive aggressive racism where it's right. almost like angry, but it's not, but it mm-hmm. is. I don't even know how to explain it because he would, he would tell stories. And he never meant it to be racist, but then my mom, my Mexican mom, would mm. come over and just slap my dad for saying some shit mm. that she knew that was wrong. Right, right. So it was just kind of funny, but he, he, he's the one who like really got me into that kind of music because he came from there.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, somebody had sent out a tweet and said that uh, Aretha Franklin sang, what she did, at Martin Luther King's funeral and also Obama's inauguration. Can you imagine... historically to have that that spectrum yeah that's like you you sang for one of the greatest if not the greatest civil rights man of all time and human beings at his death but then you also sang for the birth of the first black president like how you you, you, your life can't get no more full than that
1: do you think do you think that that line then is more meaningful to her from uh from King's speech, you know, the, I may not get there with you.
0: Absolutely, I think it absolutely applies. Because um, that—that's—that's that's her. Then, because she saw, I mean, she, yeah, she. I mean, she saw it. She got it.
1: She, she yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. Um, as, as you know, and, and this, like, look, this, this, how meaningful Aretha was is like, uh, you know, she was. Of course, she, you knew she was going to be trending, but she had the first top ten spots that was trending on Twitter. I've never seen that. Usually everybody is one through whatever the number is, and they, each one is its own topic. She, that bitch had, t- it's like a hit album. She had 10 number <laughs> one singles on tw- on, on Twitter. Um, that's, how, that's how big she was, and influential she was. And, and of course, as I'm going through a lot of the, the thread, looking at what people are tweeting, uh, they had this one collection of, how the Queen of Soul wasn't just the Queen of Soul; she was the Queen of Shade. And there were moments where she was just set motherfuckers straight. And there was a moment where she was on the Wendy Williams show, and Wendy Williams and people—you can't see it—but me and Andy are in my hotel room. We're sit- I'm sitting on a couch? He's sitting on the like the little chair next to it. But it's almost like if if this were my room, were a TV studio audience, right? It, this would be the interview, right? So our, our proximity is close. So at one point, um, Wendy Williams gets up and I mean, it's like inches away from Aretha and, and Wendy Williams starts doing like lap dance moves and, you know, grabbing her, her titties and pushing them together. And Aretha was like, uh-uh, honey, do that over there. Go over there. And I went, yep, that's that old school, black, school, black, black, black uh, old school, black people shit. We don't play. She comes from that era right. where we don't play them games, uh, and, and you you know you you've heard me say we've discussed it. How I do jokes about you know me getting a prostate exam and fingers in the booty, and and uh, do the joke about words and uh, you know a dude saying for his boy to suck his dick, but you know in the way that I say it, and older black men especially won't laugh at that shit. And and the minute she did it, I, you could see the seriousness on her face, and I went yeah that's the they they come from that era where they don't play that shit. And, and not to get off the the topic of Aretha, but I watched a really interesting documentary a little ways back about Whitney Houston on Showtime. And I remember Oprah was interviewing uh I think her name was Sissy Houston with his mother and they were talking about whether or not cuz those rumors had always been around that is Whitney gay because of her relationship with a longtime friend, friend, Robin. Yeah, yeah. And Oprah flat out asked Whitney's mom, would you have, would it have bothered you if your daughter was gay? Mother didn't even know political correctness, no attempt at, well, I would try. No, yeah. Yeah. And they come from that era. So, you know, they don't play them fucking games. And the queen was, uh, she was dead serious, man. And, and, and one more thing. And, and, and uh, the, one of the the interview guy was throwing out names as far as today's artists and getting uh, Aretha's feedback. Alicia Keys, good artist, good songwriter, strong performer, such and such, good blah blah. blah. So then they get to Taylor Swift, wonderful gowns, nice outfits. Nicki Minaj, we're gonna pass on Minaj. And I'm just like, man, do you see? We live in such a pediolite, fragile fucking world now. <laughs> you can't be that honest. And I love that she was that honest. Like, look, all you bitches ain't got it. I love it, man. But that's the time that she came up and she wasn't going to change. She didn't need to. But all of that is going away now. Yeah. We, 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 we are dying breathe. I, you know what? I, it has to swing back. The I hope has to, God to God it does because all my chips are on that bet. I, I, I feel like I'm getting ignored and, you know, pushed aside and people feel how they feel about me because I'm that. And I'm like, I hope it swings around. So when it does, motherfuckers remember he never wavered. Well, you know, I told you I saw that uh, documentary called mm-hmm. uh,
1: Death of a Nation. Yeah. And that's kind of part of what they're talking about is that there used to be a time when uh, when you would think that the uh, the conservative part of the arm of the country was the part that was trying to uh control speech and didn't want people to say certain things and, and that's and it was. Right. And now we've swung the pendulum all the way on the other side where the liberal side, the part that's supposed to be the most, you know, open side right. doesn't want you to say shit. Right. So, you know, the pendulum it it constantly moves back and forth and it has to move back to the middle.
0: Listen, I don't know if I said this uh on the podcast and I know I I mentioned it to you in the green room I think yesterday or was it I don't know if it was yesterday or Friday uh but you know in attempt of trying to figure out whether there's some humor to it but you know again I I think I'm I'm a dinosaur man I'm 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 the last OG I think and there are very few few of us that are fucking men like I'm a fucking man nigga like I got shit stains in my drawers <laughs> right now like I I I ate spaghetti with my bare hands. I use dirty magazine picks for napkins. I eat pussy and pasta at the same time. I'm a man, nigga, and I and I just think you know it's almost wrong to be a man now. I, it is wrong, and that's one of the
1: things that they're talking about. It is definitely wrong to be a man. We're we're supposed to be. We are. I'm not even. I don't want to go down this road because I've gone down it before, but. It is wrong to be a man. It, it, everything points to that right now. That it, that right. It's, everything is our fault, our problem, and we we've done everything wrong. But that being said, um, would you ever apologize for anything you said on stage?
0: No. Would you? If what? What have you had? A contract I, I might. With- I might. I might. And I won't even use the word apologize. I might say things differently, not on stage, but in interviews. Right. I think stage is where we this is where we this is our canvas. This is where we paint. And my art is my art. You like it, you like it, you don't. Fuck yourself. But in interviews, I would say things differently.
1: Okay, but what have you had like a kind con- like and I'm not uh, I don't want to sound like I'm making putting a comic versus another comic to say this, but Tracy Morgan one time sounded like a guy who would never apologize but then he had the NBC contracts and everything and he right. he apologized for something that he said would you if you ha- if you were on the line for a
0: contract for your I would be more mindful of what comes out of my mouth but once it comes out of my mouth it's there which is to say that once it comes out of my mouth I fully intended for it to do what it's going to do and therefore I'm not going to apologize but I would definitely with certain things on the line, I would be more mindful of what I say before I say it. But once it's out there, I meant that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. No. No.
1: That makes sense. I. 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 I don't have anything to lose, so I can say whatever I want. I guess right now, but. Uh, <laughs> so. So I don't have that. I don't have that worry. But I. I mean, I. I wonder. Like, I, I wonder if I, if anybody ever hit me for any of the things I said, would I? Would I? Would I
0: cave and would I apologize? But again. We live in such a baby nuts world that you don't even have to say something that we is not even deemed bad. But somebody will find bad in it. Yeah. Good morning. How dare you? What the fuck? I said good morning. You know? Um, yeah, like holding the door open for, for a lady. Right. And the bitch don't say thank you and just walks past like you were supposed to do that.
1: Or telling you that they don't need the door held open for them.
0: Yeah, bitches that do shit like that don't shave their underarms. <laughs> bitches that behave in that fashion, yeah, them, them them feminists. I know, I know. Them feminists be there's a hint of anger with them all the time. They like the Israelites, the black Israelites <laughs> in Manhattan, just screaming. And the God said, and the brother said to the Muslim, and the Jerusalem come down. And the them fucking feminists, they pussy smell like rubbing alcohol, nigga. All that hostility. <laughs> Um, not even trying, we went too far. Nah, not at all. Again, <laughs> I put it out there. It, this fucking it's it, it's in stone. Um, I want to move on because I'm excited about seeing tonight's history of comedy episode. Yeah, on CNN, it's called "To Curse or Not to Curse." Yeah,
1: <clears throat> um, I like Lewis. I like Lewis Black's uh
0: the little spot that they when they ran the promo yeah. for
1: it. I was like, who has time for that? Who who fucking has time for that?
0: Listen, (laughs) I I read something where Groucho Marx said, "Uh, anybody can curse. It's hard to do comedy clean. A real comic is a clean comic. (laughs) Let me tell you something, man. Uh, And I tweeted this. And I'm going to fuck up my own shit, which is why I should look at it. But no, the gist of it was this. Clean comedy is like condom sex, you know. Yeah, it's cool, but we know it feels better. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like uh, all the top comedians. If you had to name the top ten comics, right? They all curse. Well, here is my top ten off the just my dome: Pryor, Murphy, Carlin, C.K. Chappelle, Burr, uh, Patrice, uh, Red Fox. Um, but I have one more. Uh, fuck, let me throw. Uh, b- 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 I know who it is. to cheer you're forgetting. Ooh, who? Tommy. Tommy Davidson. Yeah. Okay, so Tommy. I Tommy. Right now that I'm at nine, so let's some. Let's just say somebody went, dude. Bill Cosby, one of the top legendary comedians of all time. Clean as a whistle. Yeah, but he drugged and raped bitches. So how clean is he? But his comedy was clean. Yeah, but fuck that. He got an asterisk nigga. He, he, de- raster- did <laughs> he did steroids. <laughs> you yeah, did the dirtiest <laughs> shit ever. So fuck out of here. Um, uh, but no, but, but but I'm just saying when you reel off in your head the top comics, oh, some are dirty.
1: No, but I just think that uh, you know you might throw Seinfeld. Some people will throw Seinfeld on there, and he doesn't. He doesn't curse. Okay, fair um, enough. But but the thing is. I think it's part of who you are as a person and what you are bring to comedy. I, I, I agree. I curse when I speak in real life. Right. I, I was. I, Isn't it more fun? I was raised in a bar, man. Like I, that's how I grew up. I, right. I, 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 I worked at a bar for years. How am I? That's how I. How I speak. Why am I going to go change that on stage? I think
0: it's beautiful when you watch Brian Regan and he doesn't curse. Well, somebody said on Twitter that, to what you just said, it's about your personality because it was like, imagine. Bob Hope. Imagine uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan talking about licking pussy, and yeah. Bill Hicks saying "freaking." Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. L- listen, um, and I, <laughs> you know, c- look. Good comedy is good comedy. Curse, non-curse, male, female, whatever, gay, straight. Um, hot pockets taste like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. said that. Um. Listen and plus, I think, and I've always said this: there's an art form to cussing. Pryor, Chappelle, Murphy, when they carl it, when they cussed, it didn't feel like cussing. Yeah, it felt like it was supposed to be there at the right time. I always say, you know, one thing about black comedians, particularly during the Comic View BET era, that really would get on my nerves is you could tell niggas who don't really have comedic skills and who don't really have the ability to write jokes and have strong material because they use cursing for effect or punchlines or punchlines yeah. when it really is, is is more or less needed. At an appropriate time to add to the joke. Convey the emotion. It's it's the seasoning to the to the to the finished product. Exactly. It's just seasoning. You know, you at the end of the day, you make it a brisket. The brisket is the joke. But the cussing is the rub and the seasoning that you put on it to get that motherfucker to taste good. You know what I mean? And and so many comics, motherfucker, shit, your motherfucker, that motherfucker, yeah. Like, you niggas are exposing yourselves. <laughs> Pussy ass That was perfect. And I was, I'm glad you didn't let me forget that. That timing was, <laughs> uh, fuck you, man. I was going to fucking miss that cue. Pussy ass <laughs> Um, You know, I, I was watching the other night Harlem Nights. Dude, one of the greatest scenes ever. And that very underrated Eddie Murphy movie, two of Eddie Murphy's most underrated movies, Harlem Nights and Life. The scene with Della Reese and him fighting in the alley. But before that, you know, uh, nigga, you done accused me of stealing. I'm about to whoop your ass. Bring your ass, nigga. Bring your ass. And like, they, shut up, you fat bitch, Red Fox. Why are you, the orange juice was just a swallow the motherfucker Benny. Oh, shut up, you fat bitch. Fuck you. Like, it just red richard della eddie it was poetry it was like it was like listening to a a jazz band and you know you got the one guy on the fucking sax and the other dude on the piano and the motherfucker on the bass and i'm on the trumpet and everybody's doing their thing together and they come up with that shit that's just it's great
1: see the only the only issue i have uh and i don't have it with comedy with having any foul language in comedy cuz if it's used like you said for the seasoning, if it's there to convey the emotion, right. that's fine. As long as it's not used as the punchline to me, I think it's fine. But I hear kids today just walking around in the mall and they don't know how to speak anymore. They just know uh. how they they just know how to fuck this and fuck right. that and this right. motherfucker and this asshole and but,
0: but I mean, you know, to be fair, as kids we all do that. Yeah. We do we when we finally get away from our parents and away from authority, we wanna be grown. Man,
1: maybe I'm just becoming
0: an old man, but I I we, just hear we, we, it. we both are. Um I remember there's a comedian out of out of the East Coast who I know named Gerald Kelly. And I remember his son, uh, he was getting his son into comedy, and they were both doing that was kind of their thing, father-dad comedy. They weren't on stage together, but they were both doing stand up together. And I remember uh, during the Black Knights Chocolate Sundays over at the Laugh Factory, I watched his son. And I said to him, I pulled Gerald aside. I said, You know, on that particular joke, in terms of context, he should say this curse word. No, I'm trying to get him not to, because I believe in depth, 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 depth. And he didn't see it. I'm like, Dude, you, you're not getting it. That joke, that food is missing seasoning. He needs to season that meat. And what he's saying, clean, ain't it. So, you know, uh, and listen, I take my hat off to the guys that can do it because it's just not me. It's just not in my my personality. I'm an Aries Zodiac sign fire. My patience level is low. And I know I've said this on the podcast and, it's, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn, but this is one of my favorite quotes that I've quoted. Where When I talk about losing weight, I go, I got Michael Jordan dreams, but Dennis Rodman habits now. Same kind of quote, but a little different. I aspire to be Michael Corleone. I'm more like Sonny. <laughs> I would love to sit back and calmly go, you know, the day is coming when everybody's gonna I forget how he worded it in that great uh funeral scene where he basically told his uh I think Robert Duvall his conciliarity, you know, motherfucking time is coming when yeah, you know, old debts are gonna be paid. I would love to be that cool and calculated and strategic and more, most of all, patient. I would love to have that kind of discipline. I'm more, motherfucker say what? And, you know, rush into some shit without thinking. So that fits my personality, cussing. You know, I, I just, I, you know, it's a rhythm to me. I grew up in a house where, again, my father took me as a kid to go see Death Wish 1. And I'm, as a, I'm a kid watching the most brutal rape scene ever. I grew up in a house where my father and mother would watch Scarface and m- those kinds of movies around me, and you know, black people, you know, we we rhythmic man, we we soulful. So when when the uncles and shit and the aunts would come over and be full on that that yak, you know, and be playing spades and cards and motherfucker shit, Willie, what you say, nigga? Please, bitch, hey, mama, give me some more uh, drink. Shut the fuck up. Like I I grew up in that, so that's that's part of. That's part of what we know. My my parents and my upbringing around my family was like the racist black crows in Dumbo. <laughs> they talk like that. <laughs> so, so, that's, my, that's my rhythm. That is the best description. Yeah, that was, my, that was my, as racist as that shit is, Saturday nights in my house when my uncles and aunts came, you couldn't, we was the crows. You they couldn't get, take it any deeper than that. I've see, seen, seen the whole plan, but I ain't never seen, that's us.
1: Uh my 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 dad was like that but my mom wasn't. My mom was more reserved. But my dad, this Italian dude, mm-hmm. just he just came with it. Yeah, that's how he was. As reserved. Oh, okay. No, 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 not reserved. Not oh. reserved at all. He was he functioned just like your family talking. Right. To you. But my but my mom was always right. the one trying to keep us a non-friendly kid. You know, yeah. she she was that uh she was that one. But I've I seen both sides. I don't know. like Just the way that I grew up, I, I just could not imagine. And, and I give a shout-out to, like, uh, and there's this guy named Andrew Norelli who's, who's been on, like, uh, I think he's been on Kimmel. He's had, I mean, he's known, but he's not, like, blown up. He is funny. Like, you can watch him for an hour, and you won't even know that he was. You, afterwards, you go, he didn't say one. Con-. That's good. Con- when you don't even right. notice someone's doing it,
0: then right. it's really good. Your top five clean funniest guys. Well, Brian Regan, I think is, and I'm going to tell you, uh, truly one of the funniest motherfuckers on the planet, Brian Regan. Yeah, that motherfucker there, boy. Woof. Okay, Regan.
1: Andrew Norelli. I, he really is okay. this good. I don't know who you, that is. I know but... you don't, but when you see, if you ever see him, if you get to check him out, he's really, really good. Right. Uh you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim. Uh, he went clean. He used to not be clean. Um, Dazed and confused. Uh, Jim Florentine? No, 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 no. Jim. Uh, why am I not remembering his name? The Goat Boy from uh, from uh, Saturday Night Live. The Goat Boy. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking of uh, Chris Kattan, but that's no, not, no, no, no.
1: Jim. Why can't
0: I remember his name?
1: Huh? Wasn't he? He was in Dazed and Confused. He was
0: in. Is Dazed and Confused Matthew McConaughey?
1: No. Maybe I'm even confused. Okay, go. I, I got two. You 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 fill in the other
0: three. I can't even. Uh, remember my that. five would be Brian Regan, uh, Jim Gaffigan, yeah, Jim, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Tom Papa.
1: Tom Papa doesn't doesn't
0: care. No, curse. no. Oh, that's a good one. Then funny too. Yeah, very funny. Uh, gotta throw a brother in there. Sinbad. Yeah, I,
1: I've never been like a sin, I, and I know he's
0: funny. And, and here's the thing. Off stage, cusses like a motherfucker which is a shock the first time i heard him i felt like a woman who'd been slapped in a domestic <laughs> situation like, i thought you loved me how could you but uh yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i had i'll go with you on gaffigan is unbelievable seinfeld obviously i brought him up earlier right but uh yeah the, 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 those are all good i i mean i think if you do it and it suits your
0: personality and you're on stage that's that's awesome but again not only talking about suiting your personality. Listen, what's a what's a food that you cook where you have to put this spice on it? It's known for this spice. You don't have to put salt and pepper on everything, but like let's say a, a certain food you cook and you go, "Yo, you gotta put that on there. That it, 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 you can't. It's gotta be there." Do you know one off the top of your head? No. All right, I'm gonna go Spanish adobo. Okay. Most Hispanics use adobo for 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 certain dishes. Um. So, again, fit in the personality, but the right spice to make the meal pop. Right. When I do this joke where I go, ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize to you guys in advance if it seems like I'm a tad bit uncomfortable up here tonight. Because when I got out the shower, I used a product I've never used before, Gold Bonds Medicated Body, power, body Powder. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It feels like my entire ass crack is smoking a Newport. Now, here we go. My dick and nuts are starring in its own York Peppermint Patty commercial. My penis and testicles, right, are starring in its own. That don't have the right seasoning. That don't even sound like what? Penis and testicles, that, uh, dick and nuts. D- that gives the joke what it needs. Dick and nuts, penis and testicles. It, it, it don't
1: feel to, right. No, and it has, but it, that's not even on 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 dirty on cuss words. It's on all words. Um, uh, Colin uh, Quinn talked about that on one of the jokes where he uh, he tried uh, ball. It was na- rubbing his rubbing the straws on his balls. Right. He said, you "Try any other word besides balls. No other word describes that situation." Well, nuts works. It doesn't sound as good
0: though with his voice. Ah, with his ah, voice, nuts, nuts. On oh, your balls? I don't know. Uh, I get what he's yeah. saying, but I think balls and nuts are like the cousins. They're, but they're like, related. Like,
1: like when you in what you said when you said on um, my nuts, right. I think nuts sounds better than balls in that in that situation in that one. Right. My dick
0: and nuts, balls. You saying you think? No, I think nuts, nuts is better than balls. balls. Yeah. I said ball. My dick and balls. Again, I think it works just it as well. Go, but it does. But you know, maybe it's your cadence. Isn't that maybe great? We a- get paid to discuss <laughs> where the balls and nuts is most appropriate. <laughs> That's why again, when people say I'm washed up. And I ain't shit. I'm like, nigga, you listen to a man who tells you when it's okay to go get lunch. I'm sitting in a fucking hotel room in air conditioning when it's hot outside discussing whether balls or nuts is more appropriate as I go to work and make fucking five figures for the fucking weekend how the fuck am i washed up your boss tells you when to fucking stuff your fucking face i ain't got no balls no boss i'm sitting here with andy fucking steinberg debating whether nuts or balls is better i don't even know what time i
1: went to lunch today
0: right (laughs) oh i went i was hungry (laughs) and if i choose to on my lunch break eat some rocky mountain oysters I can discuss balls and eat them (laughs) when I want to, not when my boss tells me to. Before we get off uh,
1: comics too much, uh, we had uh, we had an ending to our podcast last week when we were talking about female comics. Yeah, and I'm really bad top
0: top female comics. Yeah, and
1: I'm really bad with names. I admit it. Like, and when you put that pressure on me, it's even harder. So I went. I made my list of top Uh female comics. Uh oh. Want to go through the list? Yeah, you got your. Do you got five that you want to shout out, nigga? No. Okay, I went through this. I I have. I I had to do fifteen, and And keep in mind he had to put work in to
0: get this shit. I did. I put some time in, and I'd also like to. And and before you go, I just want to say, like on the clean comics, that wasn't hard for me to come up with. Now, if you say ten, I don't know, but just a real five off, that was was easy. um, Well, I got. I can't reel five bitches off. Well, let me let me see what. You, well, first of all, I want to say that this is
1: comedians, stand-up comics, not not uh, improv, not actress, comedic actress. I'm not talking about Amy Poehler, or Tina Fey, or Lucille Ball. Those go You're into my stand-up, stand-up comics. And and I'm going to shout these out just really quick. Is that uh, Michelle Wolf, uh, Sam Jay, and Ali Wong? They haven't been. Uh, they don't have a lot of out there. So I I would have shouted them out, but they need some more time in there. So. Uh, so that I can put them on the top top list, but I I, I shouted them out right now because I think they're funny as fuck. So they are funny. What did you think, of Valley Wong? Did you see her special when she was at the pre- when she's pregnant?
0: I didn't, but I've seen clips.
1: All right, that's that's enough. Um, number fifteen, I put Lily Tomlin. Fourteen, Elaine Boozler. Thirteen, Ellen DeGeneres. Twelve, Whoopi Goldberg. Eleven, Jean Janine Garofalo. Ten, Maria Banford. Nine, Sarah Silverman. 8, Amy Schumer. 7, Kathleen Madigan. 6, Tig Tig Notaro. 5, Moms Mabley. And Moms Mabley, I could have put it number 1 easily, not because I think she's the funniest, but she created really what stand-up comedy is. She was the entrance into stand-up comedy. Number 4, Joan Rivers. 3, Paula Poundstone. 2, Roseanne Barr. Regardless,
0: I thought the bitch was white! (laughs) God damn it! thought the bitch was wide she gets number one for me just for that
1: (laughs) just for that and number one because she's affecting comedy right now more than anyone else is tiffany haddish so those were my top right it's not a bad list you you can't say that i you would you saw heard that list and go okay i could i well you probably could say i could listen to any one of these women right all right do you want to move on from that I was going to say that uh, Susie Esterman and and uh, Chris, uh, Christina. Oh, you got Esterman. Susie Esterman on there? Yeah, I, the I, Susie
0: Esterman. Yeah,
1: you don't know who she is? No, she's uh, Su- she's the Su- plays Susie in uh, in Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm. Oh, she's funny though. I've seen her. I could have put Joey Behar on there. I'm gonna
0: be. I-, I gotta be real, man. I'm almost more inclined to laugh at the women who are the non comedians, but who do comedic, comedic roles. Like uh like an Amy Poehler or Tina Fey. Oh, no. Yeah,
1: I think they're fun Yeah, do they
0: like like the Bridesmaid, I don't think any of them broads with stand ups. And that's some that movie is funnier than pretty much every stand up female comedian on that list who I've ever seen that you just named. I don't know if any of them do stand up either. You know. And again, I don't mean to come off like that, who? but 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 I just again I compare everything to Chappelle, Patrice. And the hard, and the heavyweights and the hard hitters, yeah. But it's but, almost like this. But let me put it in boxing terms. Those women on that list, it's like strawberry featherweights. They're respected because they're professional boxers, but that's a division that just I don't focus on. I'm I'm the heavyweights and the middleweights and the light heavies. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want. You know, I
1: look at it like this. Would I want any of these people uh, opening up for me? And then I had to follow them. You're a different case. You have a different... But what
0: do you mean? Open up for you and had to follow them.
1: If I had to be the headliner right. and I had to have any of these chicks here... Open for you? I would, they'd crush me. Are you serious? You don't think so? Are you serious? You don't think Tiffany Hash would crush me?
0: Crush? No, not crush. Not crush. Crush means inability to follow.
1: Okay. I, I would have a hard time following Tiffany Haddish, Roseanne Barr. But
0: wait, wait, wait. When you say that, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Tig Notaro, Listen, I love Tiffany to death. And Tiffany is funny. Dude, she gets her crowd going. I know. Into I, it. I know. But, but her but energy. Her, her energy. It's a great energy. It's but but at the end of the day, substance and jokes and the core of it. I don't know, man. All the new stuff I saw her
1: doing was just. All right. Horrible. Well, I haven't seen it, so I I might be speaking out of turn. Roseanne, I've always thought was funny. I thought she she could crush it. Roseanne is cr- Roseanne crushed when no other. When there was very few
0: females. I thought so. the bitch was wide. <laughs> 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 That's funny shit I've ever seen. <laughs> huh? How
1: many stories did she have on one fucking? She fucked up, and she had to have twelve stories.
0: Hey man, hey. Um, uh, yeah, I, I know we got off. I know we've left the topic already, but I, I, let me go back to Aretha real quick. Okay, There's something that I wanted to mention. Aretha can come up and, every and, and, time. No, no, but but then this will lead into you know. But I, yeah, but Adolf uh, Trump. Um, <laughs> You can't do that to him, dude. Uh, this house is insensitive. This motherfucker, like this. I it just like for instance when she died. Here's Obama's tweet in a nutshell: the queen of soul. He used a lot of words that you got to be a smart nigga to to comprehend. She was this radiant and effervescence. And here's Trump in a nutshell: Aretha Franklin is dead. <laughs> She, ju- she, her, she, she had her voice was a gift from God. She will be missed. It's, it's almost like you insensitive fucking prick. It almost felt like, dude. Either you didn't even. It sounded like a Stephen Hawking recording. Aretha Franklin is dead. <laughs> voice from God. She will be missed. Like, like there's no, there was no heart. You, there was nothing. It's almost like he did it because he went. Oh, the bitch dead. Fuck it. I gotta do it because everybody's doing it. I didn't feel it was sincere. Bill Maher was even saying he was bothered by the fact that he said, yeah, she worked for me many times.
1: Yeah. Motherfucker.
0: Dude. That was his second statement. She worked for me. I'm not going to, I'm going to steal something from Bill Maher where he goes on real time. He goes, I'm not saying it's true. How does he say that? I'm not saying it's true. I just know it is something. How he words it. But look, I don't know if it's true, but I got a feeling it just is. You could tell Trump does not know how to make love to a woman. He does it. He don't know about. Again, go to the Pussy Podcast if you haven't heard it. Episode number, was it 24? I don't remember. it's episode 24? My favorite episode, the Pussy Podcast. You know, it's, picture, picture, picture. Put, empty your head like you're about to do some yoga. Close your eyes. Right? No silence. Just hear the wind. Sit in Indian style if you're flexible enough. If you're a fat fuck, lay on your back. And just complete darkness. Now give fifteen seconds of silence. Have a blank mind, blank space. Now picture Trump making love. <laughs> I'm talking Isley Brothers, Marvin Gay, sexual healing. Fucking Teddy Pendergrass, Turn Out the Lights. What's my favorite song by that orange, that white orange dude, Michael Sheridan. Sheridan. You like Sheridan? Thinking out loud. Picture Trump rubbing grapes on a bitch lips, right? Fucking caressing the bottom of her feet with his fingernails and ice cubes in his mouth and letting the water drip in between her toes and. Licking a nipple. Picture him taking his time and you know what I mean. Slow strokes, nice hip movement. Fuck out of here, Oof. man. Trunk fucks like he's aggressively playing pinball machines. <laughs> <laughs> heavy chest movement and he's a fucking like. Come on, she's dead. <laughs> what a fucking prick.
1: I'm not laughing. At Aretha being dead, I'm laughing at the, the way that, because the, the
0: way it read it, is the way you know how it sounded. It, sounded, it did. She's dead. He fucking what a fucking dick. Voice of an angel. Voice of an angel. She will be missed.
1: Dude, it was. I, I read it as soon as I saw it. I was. I saw a bunch of. Uh, it came across my phone right away, and so I and then I pulled up and I went well. And I always think I'm. I, I swear to God, I always type out something on Twitter, and then I never send right. it because I'm like, who am I to send it? Right. So, uh, and I'm on Twitter, and then uh, and then I see Trump's thing pop up, and I read it, and I was like, really, dude? Like, he's the kind of guy that when you were a little kid and you had that that tooth hanging, right? He just. Come right over and just knock it out. Knock it out, right? <laughs> just rip it out of your mouth. I've never heard that, but goddamn. I wouldn't he wouldn't give him oh. an explanation. He would just walk over and go, Let me see that. PAP and just pull right. It right out. Yeah. It
0: just uh so again, uh rest in peace to the Queen. Um and now I want to jump on this last thing, uh, because I see we got about like I think sixteen minutes left. Uh the other week when we went to go see that what that movie, Megalodon? Yeah. The the Megalodon. I, and I meant to talk about this on the, on that podcast, but never got around to it. What was the name of that movie we saw with Jack Black, the kid movie, coming out? Something, you remember? Oh,
1: yeah, no, I don't. Oh, it's the, uh, it's another one of those, um,
0: like Lemony Snicket's movies. Another yeah. one of those. Like, I, I, here's my question, and this is the race issue for today what, Lemony Snicket, Spy Kids, Narnia, um, this fucking movie, Harry Potter, Dr. Seuss. We can name a million of them. How come only white kids get to make movies where they go on magical, mystical adventures in enchanted lands? Like black kids grow up in the ghetto. We deal with junkies, drug dealers, stray bullets, loose dogs, police brutality, horrendous, horrific conditions. Them little niggas could use a vacation. Is there black kids? <laughs> no, there's never movies about black kids discovering some fantasy land in a closet. Uh is there any black kids in Harry Potter? We, yeah, but you know how that go. They always got to get a nigga, the nigga the broom, but he in the back. You, you you see him, but he ain't no focal point. They get it just you put the nigga in the movie just to say, look, there's some niggas with brooms. What's that sport that they play in uh Harry Potter? Now, if I know the answer to this, I'm a geek. What is I, I don't get no pussy. No,
1: I don't uh, know. They play this game that they... I don't, don't watch rooms. that geeky shit. Well, uh, That's maybe why they don't put black dudes in it, because... Because niggas <laughs> would overrule it. No, we ge- would ge- take te- over. <laughs> like, everything the fuck else we do. That would have been funny if I could have remembered the name of what the fuck it Ugh. was called. Uh, but yeah, that's maybe that's why. It's crazy. Like, like, is there any... I was just thinking about any of the... Uh,
0: no, really, there is. Name, name a movie that you have seen where black kids are the focal point on some enchanted, mystical, magical shit. What about Stranger Things? There's a black kid in that. What kind? Of, that's a horror thing, isn't it? It's mystical. Stranger Things. Is that a, is that a movie or, or it's a, the Netflix, Netflix shit? Thing, yeah. I don't even know what that's about. Stranger Things. But it's a black kid in it? Pretty sure. No, I mean Starring. Like the movie there's is starring a niggas. It's an ensemble. No, there isn't a starring. That's what I'm saying, man. Like we just, y- y'all really don't want us. <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> fucking believable. I'm trying to think of a movie where there there's, there has to be. Movies. No, we don't go to those movies, so we don't know. There probably is those movies. No, I, I've I've
0: done the research.
1: No. Okay, we know why there's no black kids though in the Meg movie in the
0: Megalodon. There's uh, about a kids a movie about sharks, yeah, in underwater. No, nah, but no, no, no. That's adult shit. I'm talking fantasy, straight fantasy. I don't know. Yeah, we live under the worst conditions, and we can't get a break. <sighs> there's your. There's your. There, there's your. your movie to any would-be writers out there come on come up with that story we don't need no more slave movies no more biopics you know we get it i want to see little nigglets uh with dragons and shit i want to see little black kids in enchanted lands I, i want that word to be associated with with black kids enchanted
1: that's a good name for the movie, right there. The Black Enchanted.
0: The Black Enchanted. <laughs> I would love to go see it.
1: Well, what would it be about? The same shit the white ones is about. Let's 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 throw something out there. What would it be about? We we just throw them all out there. Okay. You want a Harry Potter one? You want to-
0: Nah, just I want to see some little black kids, nigga. Uh, oh. To- they're, oh, there! But he was older
1: at the time when he did the movie. Who, he, oh, dude? I'm not gonna remember the dude's name. You know, I'm fucking terrible with names. He's a comedian though, too. He did the whole sword dragon saving his friends.
0: Oh, I know who you' talking about. Yeah, Brandon T. James, yeah. Brandon so, T. Jackson. Yeah, Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah, no, but he wasn't the lead. And it, it, and that movie was really nah nah. And they gave he that, had a big part of the they gave release. that nigga hoofs. Hoofs, you man. said enchantment. I know, but why you gotta get a nigga hoofs? He's an animal. He, he's, he's half man, half animal. I want us to go. I, I want the kids to play with the talking animals. Don't make niggas animals. <laughs> but leave nigga I'm, hoofs, I man. I pulled one, pulled one out. I pulled yeah, one out. Yeah, out your ass. It's terrible. <laughs> It's fucking terrible. He had hoofs. He had hoofs. <laughs> Like, why can't we just be normal human beings that get to go meet motherfuckers with hoofs? I want us to go play with the niggas with the hoofs. Don't give me hoofs. He had a big part in that movie. <laughs> he was the black guy. Oh, his character was essential to that movie. Okay, but I'm not, I, You know what I mean. I, I know want, what you mean. You know what I mean. I, I want to see Jamal, Kanisha, Raheem, Lurayray. Ray. I want to see them go on an adventure and and, and 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 you know interact with monsters and sea creatures and evil dwarfs and shit. Uh, we got to get on this black exploitation thing, man. Yeah. You got you gotta you gotta there's some movies I'd love for you to see and get your feedback on. You ever see Last Dragon? No. I never saw Last Dragon. Show sure enough, you don't know? Uh Body and Soul. I think I saw Body and Leon Isaac Kennedy. I think I saw Body and Soul. You saw Body and Soul, but you didn't see Last Dragon? I didn't see Last Dragon. Really? Yeah. Bruce Leroy? You know, I wanted to see it, and I just never did. Oh, man. Yeah, we got, we got to jump on this exploitation shit and talk about this. Oh, uh,
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm still laughing about the hooves, but all right. You got anything else? Uh, November 7th, uh, to every person. Oh, I, I'm going to say this this way. I'm going to change the way I was going to say this, because I was going to say this nicely, but I'm not going to say it nicely now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh there's the conspiracy that uh that was being tro- that, that Trump keeps trotting out about that everybody's that this is the people to out to get him. And it's funny because the media the media the uh, just people in general everybody who had an agenda against him and the, the 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 uh Mueller investigation everything that's happening. But it is true that uh the media and many different groups lined up against Trump the day after he was elected. And right. the day he was sworn in, that girl that was screaming,
0: mm-hmm. "No!"
1: Mm. <laughs> my favorite meme of all. I time. haven't seen that. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing. And she's mean. She means it. It's like from her heart. Right. She, uh, so
0: the same way the bitch was white. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. To all those people, this is why it does appear this way. Because when when fifty percent of the country that did vote elected right. this dude, and you guys all went, they're wrong. It, it, it leads to bad. It leads to bad communication in this country because hey, this is what I'm going to. This how I'm going to. I want to get this in. Um, I love that we're fighting Republicans and Democrats, and the Republicans are Trump supporters and racist, and they're not. There's just as many racists <laughs> the Democratic side, and don't be fooled because they have a different, uh, a, 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 supposedly a different uh, political leaning. There's just as many fucked up people on both sides. This is this. This American people. And then there is the politics that goes on in D.C. And we, if you want to make teams, it's the people versus the politicians. Stop separating the politicians by Republicans, Democrats. Here's what I was trying to get to. It's November 7th. Know who you're fucking voting for and go out and vote. Don't vote for the Republican, don't vote for the Democrat, don't vote for the Independent. Why don't you do some fucking research since it's on your computer and your computer's probably in your pocket on your phone and next time your boss says you can go to lunch. So now is this the November election to stop him from
0: having a second term?
1: No, this is Congress. This is just for, for voting for Congress. The people's the people's oh. house. This is what we're voting for. Oh. Which will change how the government runs. has it really ever yes this is where the laws get made president just signs shit and has an agenda these are the people that are supposed to be taking care of there's
0: laws against cops killing niggas but we see how that's going
1: well yes no there's always been laws about it and the laws have always been there the problem is no one ever goes to jail for killing fucking people oh okay so let's go go vote november 7th but do some research don't wait and find out that the person you didn't want was elected and then to go try to take him out of office, that's counterproductive. Go work and put people in office that you want there in the first fucking place. Mm. How about that? Sounds delicious. I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. Uh,
0: Where the fuck are we next week? Uh, We are in um, Southfield, Michigan. Might have a guest coming. This dude hit me up on Twitter. Uh, He wants to promote his book. He's like some real deep thinker. Uh, so I told him I might give him about fifteen, twenty, maybe thirty minutes, see where he's at. He's gonna be driving in from Chicago. He wants this opportunity really bad. On the podcast? Yes. F- so far off. See, what, I'm, see, always see what, I'm always up. I'm always up. Yeah.
1: See what he's what he talking about. Uh, I want to fight with somebody else besides you.
0: Uh, uh, no, nah, brother, we don't fight. No, we never really do. We make uh aggressive uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, we make aggressive disagreement love
1: <laughs> uh i'm gonna give a big shout out to brandon t jackson too for being the nigga with the hooves <laughs>
0: uh listen um i've never been to this part of michigan what is this i've never been there either i don't really know michigan i know detroit a little bit and that's it i used to, I used to home of um floyd mayweather i used to perform at dr Gr- dr grins over in uh, grand rapids and it was a cool little spot. cool little spot hotel was nice. The, the the club bar downstairs was banging. But I got into a fucking argument with the manager. so they haven't brought me back since. Yeah, this one's a punchline. We're doing. I think it's a punchline. Okay, one. okay, yeah. But it must be my first time in this city, so it'd be nice to shake shit up. Yeah. So if you're out in
1: uh, the uh, that that uh, Southfield area, will be a punchline. Come on out. We would uh, we'll say hello. Take a picture. Yeah. Take a picture with Aries.
0: Yeah, all of that shit. Um, okay, uh, that's it. That was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it alright you All right, y'all. As always, uh, you can hit your boy up at Aries Spears forty five at Hotmail for any uh, opinions. Uh, all things free comedy. Go to go to. Uh, my Pandora, Ari Spears, Facebook, Ari Spears, Twitter, Ari Spears, Instagram, Ari Spears Official, YouTube, Ari Spears. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, that's all I got for
1: y'all. Yeah, I'm still just Andy', Andy Comedy, uh, dot com, and you can get all my social media at the top of my page. I don't got anything else. To do.
0: The bitch was wide. <laughs> God damn it. But the bitch was got
1: no money. Motherfucker. There is the politics that goes on in D.C. Right. And we, if you want to make teams, it's the people versus the politicians. Stop separating the politicians by Republicans, Democrats. Here's what I was trying to get to. It's November 7th. Know who you're fucking voting for and go out and vote. Don't vote for the Republican, don't vote for the Democrat, don't vote for the Independent. Why don't you do some fucking research since it's on your computer and your computer's probably in your pocket on your phone and next time your boss says you can go to lunch. So now is this the November election to stop him
0: from having a second term?
1: No, this is Congress. This is just for, for voting for Congress. The people's, the people's oh, house. This is what we're voting for. Oh. Which will change how the government runs has it really ever yes this is where the laws get made oh. president just signs shit and has an agenda right. these are the people that are supposed to be taking care yeah, of there's
0: laws against cops killing niggas but we see how that's going
1: well yes so. no and there's always been laws about it and the laws have always been there the problem is no one ever goes to jail for killing fucking people oh okay so let's go look S- the we vote. go vote november 7th but do some research don't wait and find out that the person you didn't want was elected and then to go try to take him out of office, that's counterproductive. Go work and put people in office that you want there in the first fucking place. Mm. How about that? Sounds delicious. I think it's worthwhile. Yeah. Uh,
0: where the fuck are we next week? Uh, we are in um, Southfield, Michigan. Might have a guest coming. This dude hit me up on Twitter. Uh, he wants to promote his book. He's like some real deep thinker. Uh, so I told him I might give him about 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes, see where he's at. He's going to be driving in from Chicago. He wants this opportunity really bad. On the podcast? Yes. F- so Far off. I'm, up. See what, I'm see always up. A, I'm always what, up. Yeah, see what he's he talking about. Uh, I want to fight with somebody else besides you. Uh, uh, nah, brother, we don't fight. No, we never really do. We make uh, aggressive... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, we make aggressive disagreement love
1: <laughs> uh i'm gonna give a big shout out to brandon t jackson too for being the nigga with the hooves <laughs> uh,
0: uh, listen um i've never been to this part of michigan what is this i've never been there either i don't really know michigan i know detroit a little bit and that's it i used to, I used to home of um floyd mayweather i used to perform at dr Gr- dr grins over in uh grand rapids and it was a cool little spot. Cool little spot. Hotel was nice. The, the the club bar downstairs was banging. But I got into a fucking argument with the manager. so they haven't brought me back since. Yeah, this one's a punchline. We're doing. I think it's a punchline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it must be my first time in this city, so it'd be nice to shake shit up. Yeah. So if you're out
1: in uh, the uh, that that uh, Southfield area, will be a punchline. Come on out. We would. Uh, we'll say hello. Take a picture. Yeah. Take a picture with Aries.
0: Yeah, all of that shit. Um, okay, uh, that's it. That was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it alright you All right, y'all. As always, uh, you can hit your boy up at Aries Spears forty five at Hotmail for any uh, opinions. Uh, all things free comedy. Go to go to. Uh, my Pandora, Ari Spears, Facebook, Ari Spears, Twitter, Ari Spears, Instagram, Ari Spears Official, YouTube, Ari Spears. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, that's all I got for y'all.
1: Yeah, I'm still just Andy, Andy Comedy, uh, dot com, and you can get all my social media at the top of my page. I don't got anything
0: else today. The bitch was wide. <laughs> God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! Right.